All right, it is episode nine of Tom on Top podcast, and I'm feeling kind of down today. I don't know if you've heard the news about Chris D'Elia. Um, he's one of my favorite comics, and he is canceled. He is canceled. He's been soliciting underage women, according to a lot of lot of um, allegations on Twitter. He hasn't addressed it yet. And I have never cared about stuff going on with celebrities. I have trouble caring about anyone that's not me, especially someone I don't even know. And this, this honestly has me down because uh, it's someone that I super look up to. And I have heard I, I have listened to hundreds and hundreds of hours of him uh, doing comedy. I, I've listened to every episode of his podcast. That's a couple hundred hours there. I've listened to all the podcasts he's guested on. Um, Tiger Belly with Bobby Lee, Your Mom's House with Tom Segura, The Joe Rogan Experience this past weekend. I listened to him on The Fighter and the Kid. Uh, listen to him on Dak Shepard's podcast, all of them, Whitney Cummings. He, and so I don't know him, but I feel like I know about him. I've listened to, I mean, every week I look forward to listening to his podcast, and he's always seemed like a good dude. He is, you know, a lot of the tweets I see talking about him, people don't really, they're not really fans of him. I saw a ton that were like, who is he? a bunch that said he's not even funny. He's hilarious. But he doesn't seem like he's a good dude. He hasn't made any statement about it yet, but it is a bummer. It honestly makes me sad. Um, Because not only do I look up to him, but he's friends. He's close friends with a bunch of the comedians um, that I like. So that is... That's crazy, man. And he he um had his first kid a couple months ago. He has a family now. And you know, my initial reaction was to be like none of this none of this is in a none of this is um verified as being real. I could make this. It's just just emails and but there are so many that you know, there's there's got to be truth to it, and that bums me out. That sucks, and I've seen a number of tweets that say, you know, they thought he had already been canceled. He he's done this for a long time, and I just never thought that. Um, he's always seemed like a good dude. He's sober. He's never, at least he claims he's never touched any alcohol or drugs he you know he was married before and then got a divorce he I don't know I tried to think of any time I've ever cared at all about any news with celebrities and the only one I could think of is when David Ortiz got shot that was about a six on how much I care <laughs> and he almost died and this is a nine so if that shows you where I am on on that, yeah, it blows. I'm ready for him to say something about it or 
for more to come out. I don't know. But I also, here's, I'll, you know, I'm willing to, to see fault in him and I'm willing to believe the stuff people are saying. Here's what I'm not willing to do. I'm seeing all the tweets that say, you know, believe all women. I don't believe all of anyone believe all women. And and here's the deal. If you thought I was going to get through this podcast without playing a dated rap song, you're wrong. And you should have known better. But, uh, you know, believe all women. I think it's important to listen. This is from 2009. Uh the wise words of, of Yo Gotti, right? He's Yo Gotti. I think he's right on target with that. Women lie, men lie. I think he's right. And if there's anyone we're going to look to right now, it's Yo Gotti. And that's just how it is, straight from Memphis. And the way I found out, one of my buddies texted me, said, did you see Delia's canceled? And I was like, oh, man. And with everything going on, I immediately jumped to someone pulled up an old joke that's aged poorly um, about, you know, something that could seem racist. And if it was that, I would stick you know, with him as a fan because you don't know it's funny or not until you say it. And for comedians, they have to try stuff out. And maybe it was just, you know, if it was a joke that just didn't land, I could get past that. But if he's a total creep and he's emailing underage girls or just young girls in general, even if what he's doing isn't illegal, I'm, it's creepy enough for me to not like him. And so that's a bummer. I would love to find out that it's not true, but it's not looking that way. Uh, but yeah, believe all women. Listen to Yo Gotti, man. Or just watch Forrest Gump. No. Oh. I, <laughs> a, a girl added me on Snapchat yesterday, and immediately sent me a Snapchat, not a name I recognized, and I opened it, and it said, hey, and I just typed back. I didn't send a picture. I just typed back, do I know you? And let me read it. And I think she said, let me see here. Um, I said, who's this? And she said her name and said, I doubt that helps, LOL. And I said, nah, how do I know you? And she said, I don't know, LOL, do you do streaks? And I said, I'm 21 years old. (laughs) I said, I am 21 years old. And she said, oh, okay. I don't need a, yeah. Don't ask me that. Don't ask anyone that. That's whack. So, what I'm saying is, that's what Chris D'Elia should have said. I'm closer to deleting the app Snapchat than I am to trying to keep a streak with someone. What kind of whack shit is that? 
Oh, man. This is crazy. One of my buddies sent me an article that I was like, initially I was like, oh, that's a joke. That can't be real. I think it was real. Um, Walmart was locking up um, makeup and hair products that are used by uh, people of color. And they were leaving the white people's makeup and hair stuff out where you could just get it. But you would have to ask someone with a key to go get the the stuff you wanted if you were maybe black. That's insane. That was going on as of 2020. That seems like some... That seems like something that... How many people did it take to approve that? <laughs> No one saw that and went, oh, yeah, we can't, we can't do that. Oh, gosh. It's funny, though. I was trying to think of what it would be the same as, and I think the closest I could get was it would be like if at Whole Foods they locked up, um, you know, heirloom tomatoes or like, <laughs> or like, uh, like way free granola or something from white people. That's insane. Walmart. That's kind of the that's the last frontier of racism though is Walmart. But it's also the great equalizer because everybody needs milk and you really gotta coexist in there. It is a level playing field. No one's safe in Walmart. You know. If you're in there just by yourself and a lady has a shopping cart full of kids, uh, that affects everyone, not just her. So Walmart is a true level playing field. But yeah, don't lock up black people's makeup because obviously that's insane. <laughs> we, are in, we are in weird times. And I thought it would be a good time... Um, for some racial healing. So I'm going to say one thing I like about every race. And I know this isn't every race. There are, there are you know, a lot more. But these are the ones I observe around here. Um, black people, I like that you have family reunions and you get matching t-shirts for them. I genuinely like that. That's not only funny, but it's also very cool. And... I haven't seen any other race do that. Uh, I like that. Asians. Asians, I like that you get crazy old. About, you know, on average probably 130 years old and never need a wheelchair. I've never seen an Asian in a wheelchair. Never. And, you know, they, they're... Some of them get to be 130 years old, you know, and they, they're still walking around. They just shrink a lot. They get very, very small. And if walking gets tough, they just get a, a cane. They don't go for the, you know, that little, that little go-kart for the handicapped. They don't do that. Uh, Mexicans, not Mexicans, Hispanics, right? Um, I like, I like that you can take a car that, you know, might be a normal car, and you can make it look very unique. Um, there's one in my hometown that I like seeing that has, 
I, I don't know, not an oil painting, obviously, but a a mural on the back glass of horses um, in a field. And, you know, that's something a lot of people wouldn't do to their car, but you might if you are from anywhere south of Arizona, all right? And, you know, just like putting spinners on a Honda or, or like, really tinting the windows on your Chevy Volt. I like that. I like that, and I think you're doing it better than others, and that we might need to catch on. White people, ooh. I don't want to... I don't want to pat myself on the back with this one. White people... What do I like about white people? Here's... White people, I like that you binge drink about two days a week, you know, on the weekends, just truly, truly try to kill yourself with alcohol. But then during the week, you count calories and eat salads. I think that's funny. And, and that's definitely, you're doing something right. (laughs) And that is a white thing to do. That's super white. So, you know, I don't know if that ends racism, but I think we can all find things we like about each other. Uh, without having to totally act like we're all the same because we're not. Um, you know, everyone should have equal rights and values, of course, but I think it's super lame to try to act like you don't see color because, you know, people are different. And if you don't know that, just download Snapchat and watch the stories of people of different races and without saying too much you'll you'll pick up on some differences it's crazy i speaking of asians um and you know all love to the asian people out there but i was in a bathroom in seattle once i it was in a restaurant, and I went to the bathroom, and it had a number, a keypad on it to get in, and I thought that was weird, but I went up to the front and asked, and they gave me the code to get in, and so it was like a one-person stall, excuse me, and, um, you know, I went in there just to pee, uh, and I go in, and not five seconds after I'm in, an Asian dude walks in and that's fine. You know, it, I had, it locks behind you. So he had put in the number code and you know, if you walk in, I've done it. If you walk in on someone in a one person stall, you go, Oh my bad. And you step out and you wait for them to leave. Cause that's what Christ wants you to do. You know, that's, that's what you do. Um, this guy stood he shut the door behind him and stood inside the stall with me while I finished peeing and washed my hands. <laughs> so I got to learn more about their culture. And I know that's one dude, but he seemed very comfortable. It didn't seem out of the norm for him. Uh, so that's something we got to think about and maybe stop doing altogether. Uh, yeah. That seems like kind of a, I don't know. I wouldn't do it, but 
Maybe that's just how he was feeling. What else was I thinking about? Oh, dude. All right. I'm going to show... If you're watching if you're watching the YouTube podcast, I'm going to show you one of my favorite videos ever. And in this video, look, if comedy were to not work out for me, I think the next best option, maybe even better than comedy, is being a news anchor. And I watch news bloopers all the time because they're so funny to me because these people are at their job, they're they're honestly for the most part, they're trying to do their best. They are getting paid to do this. They're supposed to be serious. And sometimes it just doesn't, you know, if they crack, you can tell that they don't want to. And that makes everything funnier. Now, this video is of um, this lady's reporting on a cat that is overweight and trying to lose weight, which is already funny. And she does not handle it well. So let's watch this. <laughs> He's in a life jacket. <laughs> Her voice gets higher and higher as she breaks. <laughs> She's lost one pound. go to commercial because she's broken i love that there's one where a guy (laughs) is reporting on a a pig that was born without the use of its back legs and it's got you know like a wheelchair attached to its back half and he loses it i mean that guy had to get fired the only (laughs) the only news blooper i don't like is um and i had a buddy in high school that thought it was the funniest thing and was always showing it to me. It's a lady that's reporting, and she literally has a stroke while on air, and just starts talking gibberish, and it's kind of dark. <laughs> I think she's fine now, but she was her brain died on camera, and she just for about thirty seconds. No one stopped her. That's actually pretty scary, but that one, you know. Uh, news bloopers are great but yeah it's what day is it it's it's thursday i have a fantasy football draft in 20 minutes so i'm stressed about that i'm stressed about the crystalia thing because this is a dynasty fantasy football draft if i do poorly you know it affects my next at least five years so we'll see i don't know But yeah, I guess what I'm saying is if you have a cat that's overweight, um, you know, get it the help it needs, obviously. So, what's new? Uh, the podcast is still up on on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play. As of yesterday, it's on iHeartRadio. Uh, have yet to hear back from Pandora. Always on YouTube, that goes up first. And yeah, this was episode nine. 
As promised, after episode 10, I'll mail uh, everybody who listens a little cut of my plasma, just as a memento, and yeah, thanks for listening.